Live and festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 6.06 on a Saturday morning. It's 6.07 now on a Saturday morning. Yes, you betcha. This is the Lawn and Garden Show. I'm Walter Reeves, the Georgia Gardener, here to help you be more successful. This is the actually the traffic, weather, lawn, and the garden show on a Saturday morning. If you have experiences outside with the snow and the ice, if you're not driving, as you should not be, but if you happen to be driving, we'll report a little bit about what's going on. With the uh, slick places in the road, we'd appreciate that. Other drivers would appreciate knowing that as well. 404-872-0750 is the number on Lawn and Garden. 404-872-0750. Did I have a hard time getting in this morning? No, I did not have a hard time because I was sleeping in a friend's house right next to the expressway. And as everyone can imagine, the surface streets in neighborhoods are pretty slick right now. We've got a lot of snow on them, just one little track going down the street that I was on. But pretty quickly, I got to Barcliffe Road. Barcliffe Road was pretty open. And then when I got to Claremont and the expressway, it was fully open. People going 50, 60 miles an hour on the expressway this morning coming into the station. So if you have to go outside, if you have to go outside, the expressways are fine. Getting there could be a little more problematic. Could be a little more problematic. Again, 404-872-0750. If you have a report about what's going on with the, with the traffic in your area, with the road conditions in your area, or if it's still snowing hard and you don't know when it's going to stop, or if you're stuck and you don't know what to do about it, give me a call. 404-872-0750. Let me get my assistant producer software going here, because as usual, it has gone off line. There we go. So, there we go. All right, first in line this morning, our friend Nicole from Griffin, Georgia. Hey, Nicole, good morning. Welcome to Lawn and Garden. Mr. E. Ms. Nicole, how are you? Fine, you? Uh, you know, I'm here, I'm here. Are you at home? Yes, I'm at home, and uh, I got up at 4. It was raining, now it's snowing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it really is. I'm looking at the weather at the radar, and it, that little line swiggles back and forth. Every 15 or 20 minutes, you'll see the line go this way, it goes to the east a little bit, and then it goes back to the west a little bit. So you're right on the line. I can see where rain and snow would be mixed right there at your house in Griffin. I think this storm got us a surprise, isn't it? As uh, I've heard Kirk Mellish say many times over the last day, he said this is a storm that over that under underpredicted and overproduced. In other words, they didn't really think it was going to do anything much. It was going to be another one of those, everybody gets excited, and we get a half an inch of snow, and this time everybody got not so excited, and we got more snow than we ever expected. Well, yes, because um, um, I was Friday morning, it was not too bad all Yeah, night, right, you know? exactly. And all of a sudden, I said, there's too many models. I was thinking there's too many models. Now they cannot, it's hard to to predict. The more you have, the more complicated it gets, you know. 
Oh boy! It was tough. I was in I was in Tucker yesterday at eleven thirty, and it was snowing there. It was surprisingly snowing a little bit harder than I thought it would, but there was hardly any traffic on the streets. So I thought, man, I need to get, pick up something in Jimmy Carter. I'll run up to Jimmy Carter, get it, and come back home on the expressway. That'll be fine. But that was at eleven thirty. At twelve o'clock, it was like the whole faucets on every street in the world in Tucker, between Tucker and Jimmy Carter Boulevard, opened up. And all of a sudden, I was in traffic. All of a sudden, it was slow down traffic. All of a sudden, it was stop traffic. I didn't get home till 2.30. <laughs> it was crazy. No kidding. It's because people got all the same idea. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, was that done on the weekend for some reason? Yeah, right. Everybody said, let's go home. 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, companies let their employees get out, which, you know, makes sense. You don't want to keep everybody there till 5. But uh, when everybody comes out at the same time, then that made a big problem. Boy, I was glad they didn't call me last night to go to work. <laughs> well, what would you have said? Could you say, I just can't get on the road, the, tr- the truck's going to slide around, I don't want to do it, it's not safe? What would you say? Well, doggone it. <laughs> <laughs> and because you have, you have to show, up, show yeah. off, you know. And wait to tell us, you know, you can go or you cannot go. You have to use your best judgment, okay? Sure. If if you know there's too many people and it's dangerous, just pull alongside the road or just don't leave, you know. The freight can wait. We're not hauling blood or buddy. <laughs> I was really impressed to see the emails that went out here from the personnel people and the uh, supervisors at WSB who said, Use your best judgment. If you need to go home because your kids are out of school early, you need to go home. But if you can stay and work, we really need you to stay and work. And so people yesterday were staying for six and eight hours at a time. They didn't have to go home. They didn't have kids. And so they stayed and sort of covered things for the people who did have to go home. And there are those who spent the night here at the station. There were no hotel rooms for miles around because of the... Uh, situation at the airport with all the flights being canceled. Nicole, everybody at the airport tried to head out into Atlanta, Marta, to get to Atlanta and fill up every hotel room within anywhere close to the station. So the station had nowhere to park people overnight. So we were sort of left on our own to get in if we could. And I didn't have a problem, as I said, to get in. Jason was here, so that was great. And so we're here. Crystal Wheeler, of course, is screening our calls at Ashley's absence today, which is a planned absence. So we're here and we're ready to go. Yeah, that's why I work around the airport, and uh, it's just miserable. I mean, think about it. A bad five-second decision will change the rest of your life. Yeah, sure will. Sure will. A bad decision like, I don't think that bridge is slick right now, or I need to go around this curb at 35 rather than 25 miles an hour, or all the bad things you can do that gets you, as you say, will change the rest of your life. Yeah, it's because we try, you know, to to prevent everything, but there's always one that's going to go by you. And uh, it's just us, we, we put in that because we've been on the road for many, many years. And there's always this one that's going to mess up your whole day. <laughs> Have you looked outside this morning, uh, Nicole, to see the trees, see how the trees are doing with the snow on them? It's just starting to snow, and just we right on the line. Some yeah. some place you go, it's raining. The other place is snowing. Yeah, yeah. I, when coming down uh, from Claremont Road this morning, there were a number of trees that were sort of half bowed down, but were not all the way down on the on the street. So it was not like it was one of those times when you have freezing rain, and freezing rain just brings everything down onto the power lines and everything else. So last night the snow was not too terribly caught up in the branches of the trees, at least on Claremont, Briarcliff, and Long Expressway getting on. So that was a good thing. We didn't have too many power outages. Of course, people still right now don't have power in some parts of Atlanta, but 
it wasn't as bad as it was maybe with the hurricane. Uh, I have a big palm tree in the back, like probably uh, 15, 20 high feet high. Yeah. And if the branch are full of ice and snow, you have to go because the branch going to break. Break off. The fronds will break off, sure. Yeah, because the palm, the way they, they made, they accumulate, the snow accumulates on the palm. So do you go out with a broom? How do you knock the snow out of your palm tree? Yeah, you have to take a piece of wood, and uh, <laughs> it's really high on top, then I have a ladder. <laughs> well, it's either that or break a branch, and I know it's not good for the tree when you break a branch. I can, I can just see you out there, your ladder with a big long yeah. stick trying to bang on that palm tree. Thinking to yourself, why did I plant this stupid plant? It should be in Florida right now. Yes, he does, yes, he does say the same thing, too. <laughs> I haven't done much to, and, and nothing at all, I must admit, nothing at all to protect the plants around my house. I got all the uh, tropical things were out on the patio. I got them inside, of course, but um, nothing needs any attention to me particularly. I saw some of the shrubs yesterday were sort of weighed down and flat almost to the ground, but it didn't look like it was going to be a terrible thing for them. So thankfully, nothing really damaging there. We'll have a call in just a minute with a question about how to keep oak trees alive. And I do want to know, by the way, Nicole, if I might put a little commercial in here, I need to know if you're waking up right now looking out your windows, tell me what the trees look like in your neighborhood, wherever your part of the state is, because we want to know how trees are responding, how the streets are responding right now, how even lawns and anything else you think might be affected by the snow and cold. Please give me a call at 404-872-0750. So as far as we know, Griffin is spared. Nothing really happening down in Griffin today, Nicole. No, no. Mr. E, he was lucky to find somebody not too far from the station. I was it? very lucky. I called him up and I said, <clears throat> you got that spare bedroom there near the... <laughs> They sort of already thought that I might, because I would said before that I might want to do it if there was a storm this winter. So sure enough, first storm in the winter, I'm there in the spare bedroom. You know, sometimes the storm I come like this, and I see the you guys, um, you did take a room. Because I always thought that the uh, person that do the weather, yeah. they know more than we do, don't they? They do. They sure do. I think they do. Kirk yesterday said, well, maybe there was a time that... I didn't uh, quite predict as much snow as we'd have, but certainly he was there in his studio, in the weather studio, making sure that he knew up-to-the-minute reports of what was happening at then, if he, he couldn't predict it all that accurately for the next five hours. But Kurt well, was working he's, hard. He's got, yeah, he's got a load on his shoulder. He's carry you know, all well, he, of us. There's nothing that upsets Kurt worse than having a wrong forecast. That man lives and breathes and dies by how accurate his forecasts are, and we really appreciate all the work that Kurt Mellish does for us. Mr. I always thought that if you are in love with your job, you would go without even getting paid. Uh, yeah, the mm. possibility. I might. And there have been uh, situations in which I haven't gotten paid for the public radio stuff that I did. But in this case, I get paid to come here, and I'm glad to be paid by WSB. Yeah, it's important to be in love with your job. That's it is what indeed. Well, Nicole, I hope you have a safe day. Hope no more snow comes to Griffin. It doesn't look like it will be the day, but I hope you have a great day and a great weekend. Well, I have to go to Nashville this afternoon. <laughs> Tell them how you're Nashville for oh, us. Oh, boy. We'll see you Enjoy soon. Have a good day. 404 at Lawn and Garden. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the Lawn and Garden advice you need. 
falling all around. A quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Today it's going to be breezy, cloudy most of the day, highs maybe 40 degrees this afternoon, but low overnight, 24 perhaps in some places around Atlanta. Tomorrow getting a little more sunny, a little more warm, just about a couple of degrees. High tomorrow, 41, 42, 43, and a low overnight in the 25 to 26 range. Your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Andrew is with us from Atlanta. Hey, Andrew. Good morning. What's going on? And brother, I'm doing all right. What's going on? I just bought some raw land, and I got about three tree questions for you. Talk to me real quick. Um, randomly throughout there, I've got a couple big oak trees, I mean, that are size of cars. And they're dropping big limbs, and they appear to be real old. Is there anything I can do to help keep them trees alive as far as pruning around them or anything like that? Uh, like yeah, I'm, I'm sure there is, but I'm, sure, I'm not sure, Andrew, I want you doing it. Uh, trees are big. Trees are heavy. Trees kill people. That's a piece of cake. Um, don't forget these words, arborist, arborist. There is uh, there are any number of certified, ISA certified arborists in Atlanta who are tree huggers, who love their trees just like you, who don't want to cut down trees, but who can tell you with extensive knowledge what is the best thing to do for a tree to keep it alive and keep the limbs from falling out like you have. Okay. I would say yeah, find an arborist. Get, give somebody to come look at it. My other two questions are, um, randomly throughout this land, I've got lots of cedar trees just growing wild. Yeah. You know, not not along the property lines, but I've just got, like, lots of cedar trees. Oh, yeah. And I in my pine trees, like, maybe some, a sign of beetles. And I'd like to know what I can do for the cedar trees and what I can do to treat for the beetles. Not much, to be truthful. The beetles, generally speaking, can be anywhere from chest high up to 30 or 40 feet in a tree. And, okay, you can spray it chest high, but that doesn't kill those that are higher than you can spray up there. Um, a lot of times, the biggest thing to keep beetles from attacking pine trees is simply to make sure they're watered. I had a lady last week who emailed me a picture of all her pine trees that had sap coming out of the trunk and the leaves still, the needles still look green. And I told her, water them. Make sure they get, get a lot of water. The snow, I guess, today will help to keep the soil moist. But keep the pine tree moist enough that it can take sap and drown the beetles as they come in. It's not likely that your cedar trees have any beetle problems with them. It's normal for them to be a lot of them around the uh, woods. You can transplant them if you like. But uh, you'll see the pine trees have beetles because of the drought a couple years ago. That is what caused it. It's 628. We'll be back after news. Live and festive in the public's Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. 6.36 on a Saturday morning, 32.0 degrees outside, my friends. It is right at freezing. If you are anywhere within the Atlanta area and want to get up and look out the window and tell me what's going on, I would appreciate it. Others would appreciate it too if they have to get out and drive a little bit. If you know what's going on on the roads, if you give us a call at 404-872-0750. 404-872-0750. Let us know what's going on. It was not bad coming in this morning on the expressway, but we know the surface streets are another story entirely this morning. First comes Carol from Dallas, Georgia. You're on News Talk WSB. Carol, good morning. 
Good morning, Walter. I'm up here in Dallas, Georgia, North Central Paulding County. You got power, um, Carol, or not? I, I, it's Carol. Do you have power out in Paulding County? Oh, no, sir. We do not have power this morning. It went off and on yesterday. Yeah. Um, but we're fine. We've got kerosene heaters and propane, so we'll make it just okay. Good deal. All right. So what's your question? So, um, called to ask this morning, we got eight and a half inches of snow up here on the mm-hmm. ground, and our collard greens and Brussels sprouts <laughs> and beets and kale are completely buried. Are they going to live? You have children? You have children there, Carol? No, sir. Well, that is sad because I would send them out in <laughs> the snow and say, Children, you're about to have an adventure. You're going to go out and dig for food through the snow. You'll talk about the rest of your life, what your mother made you do. <laughs> well, we'll do it and make up a story instead. I was say, Maybe your neighbors have children. Call them up and get their children out of your house. No, actually, all the children in our specific neighborhood is all grown up it's a lovely thing too bad too bad well nonetheless your food your collards and most of the other crucifer uh, vegetables that are growing right now are going to be sweeter and better tasting after the snow than they would be before the snow it's one of those odd things about nature that they protect themselves by making little sugar molecules in the leaves that don't freeze quite as easily as water molecules do and so the sugar molecules stay in the leaves for at least a week after a cold snap. And so if you harvest your, your vegetables in the next week or so, they will taste different. They will taste better. Oh, that's great news. And my husband wants to know, are the little pine trees that are bent over to the ground with that weight of the snow, are they ever going to stand up back straight? Probably. How's that, how's that for a maybe, maybe not? It depends a lot on how how woody, let's call it, how woody the um, trunk of the tree was before it bent over. If it was really woody and bends over, sometimes that wood cannot re-sort of hydrate itself and bring the tree back upright. If it was still sort of a watery tissue in the bark, then many times they will straighten back up and be just like you never saw them bend down at all. I remember six years ago, whenever it was we had the big snow, the four-year ago, the snow jam, when we had the great snowmageddon here in Atlanta, there were trees that was bent down for, oh, a year or two, and finally I think they cut them down next to the expressway because they just bent down and could not recover. Right. Well, we're having a lovely winter wonderland up here. Well, have a great breakfast. I hope we have pancakes and sausage and French toast and didn't have to go to the grocery store to get any of it. Have a great time. Great, Great morning, Carol. Well, thank you, and I appreciate the, uh, the, the advice about the garden. You bet. Enjoy. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. 404-872-0750 gets you in to take Carol's place. We take Ken in Cobb County. Ken, join us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, hey morning, Walter. Hey, Ken. Uh, yeah, I'm out here actually treating the roads right now, and the problem is when the temperature has dropped already, yeah. so what we're, what we're treating is refreezing. We have a oh, lot man. of trees that are down and and uh, medium trees are blocking partial lanes so if they don't need to get on the road they don't need to get on the road and let us go ahead and take care of the roads for them and uh wait till sunlight yeah ken i'm looking at the thermometer right now that is outside the studios here and it's fluctuated between 31.5 and 32.5 for the last two hours it is right yeah, there I came, at at freezing. Two, uh, I came on at two o'clock and the roads were wet but like i say right now coming up at sunrise when the temperature drops lower yeah. they're starting to refreeze again so yeah, yeah. 
I agree with you. The surface streets this morning that I was on, I'm granted I wasn't on many, but the ones that I were on were very slick. Yeah. Just that one track of tracks people that yeah. driven before me were there, and they weren't too bad. It didn't seem to be just slick like sliding down a hill. Right. The expressways, though, were great. Especially yeah. completely clear. Yeah, it's better to be safe than sorry. It sure is. Well, Ken, I hope everybody else out there takes your advice to heart and stays inside. We'll wait and see what goes on in the next five or six hours, and then we can get outside and get on the expressway and on the right. streets. All right. Thanks I for your call, man. We'll see you Thanks. soon. Bye. We got Walt and Salty. Walt, join us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, man, how are you? Hey, Walter, how are you doing this morning? Hey, uh, so, yeah, I'm out and about. We got trees down everywhere. I can't even get downtown. Mm. I'm having to go alternate routes because uh, trees are literally down across the road. We have no power. I hadn't had power since about 10 o'clock last night. Oh, man, Walt. So, anyway, so uh, that's one thing. The second thing, hydrangea bush. I yeah. got one in the garden in the back, okay? It, it, it's beautiful, but it will not bloom. Uh, last year they didn't bloom because of the March freeze. When March 16th, I think it was, when it went down to like 28 degrees, when it looked 27 maybe where you live, all the flower buds, which are formed in the previous year, all the flower buds ready to go 2017, boom, they got frozen. Bow, they're gone. And so you had probably pretty good-looking leaves on your hydrangeas, but no flowers this year. Yeah, and they're beautiful, and I've never really had the big, beautiful flowers on them. And And my second question would be, do I cut those back? No. <laughs> do the same thing to them over the wintertime as the frost did, or the freeze did in March of this year. Don't prune your hydrangeas, your normal, the ones that are blue and pink usually. Don't prune those big leaf hydrangeas until, gosh, middle of the summer, right after the big flush of first blooms has come and started to fade in July. That's a great time to prune them if you need to. Okay. All right. Got it covered? Thank you. Be safe, Walt. We'll see you soon. See you, Bart. We got Vicky in Dunwoody, Georgia. She's got a problem. I can talk about tell you about this one. Hey, Vicky. Good morning. Hi, Walter. Good morning. Happy so, holidays. Happy holidays, Vicky. What do you um, hear? I have uh, I have uh, squirrels on the attic yeah. for first time after so many years. Is there anything we can do? other than calling company yeah on thursday i taught a three-hour course to the professional oh. landscapers here in atlanta on just oh. this subject on just how to control nuisance wildlife like deer squirrels raccoons armadillos we had the whole gamut of animals that, that we talked about do you have that where we can read it anywhere? No, no. It is, on my website, I have a couple of things about squirrels but the bottom line is that if you have squirrels in the attic there's no repellent. I mean, don't believe anybody that says you can put mothballs up there or cedar no. shavings or ultrasonic buzzers or any well, of that that's stuff. that's what I was wondering, if maybe no. the noise would send no. them away. None. Zero. Not of them. None of oh. them work. Mm. So the best I have suggested to people is if you have a bird feeder or somebody in the backyard that the squirrels congregate, you get a live trap, one of those have-a-heart live traps, and bait it with some peanut butter or bird seed or something like that. And start catching on the squirrels. Attic, on the attic, you mean? Not in yeah. the attic. You go outside, outdoors, where the squirrels would be during the day. Because the ones in the attic, they're hungry. They go outside. You know, they feed somewhere. And yeah. if you trap the ones that are outside, eventually you'll get the one that's in your attic and take them a couple of miles away, let them go in a park or something like okay. that. All right. But you don't have to climb in the attic, Vicky. I do not want you in the attic. Don't worry about it in the attic. Um, if it persists and you just feel like I haven't gotten enough uh, results and they're still banging around up there, then, yeah, call a company. 
yeah, well, those companies, they are outrageous. Yeah, they don't, they don't they charge just, cheap, no. They're... I mean, they just complete out outrageous. I can go to the trip with you with the price yeah, exactly. you want. So I think that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> that's good. Leave the, leave the squirrel up there and come on one of my garden trips, Vicki. It'd okay, be great. I will. I will, yeah. Thank you. Have a good holiday. We'll Bye-bye. see you soon, Vicki. Thanks Bye-bye. for calling. Our number is 404-872-0750. If you have a observation about snow conditions or the freeze or what it's done to the traffic and the weather conditions on the roads in your area, please give us a call, 404-872-0750. Ken's up in Woodstock and joins us on Lawn and Garden. Hey, Ken, what are you seeing? Uh, it's beautiful. We haven't had power <laughs> since 730 last night on my street, but when uh, when it gets daylight a little bit out here, it's just going to be lovely. Well, actually, last night when the power went out briefly in my neighborhood and I went outside to see, you know, if anybody else had their power out, too, and certainly nobody did, it was lovely last night. It was just the reflected glow of the, I guess it was street lights in the neighborhoods around us, but it was really pretty, the snow reflecting the light. Wasn't it amazing how light? I think I could almost have read a newspaper. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was bright last night. It was really surprisingly bright. Um, I have a quick question, Walter, about migratory birds. I thought yeah. it might be a good morning to ask an odd question. But uh, I grew up in East Point, and as a young boy, I remember just waves in w- of these black birds. Way up in, mm. Must have been tens of thousands of them. Sure. And I don't see that anymore. Do you think I might have just happened to have been in a path of them back then? Or yeah, East, East Point was a little more, a little less, I should say, developed then than it is now. But out in the country in Fayette, Coweta, around there, I have seen them when I go visit my mom. I would see the same clouds of usually blackbirds, red-winged blackbirds, maybe occasionally starlings. But I think the blackbirds still come in pretty big numbers, and now you don't see quite as many of them in the in-town neighborhoods because they just don't come in. They avoid us. They go out outside. Just a different path, you think? Yeah, different the outskirts okay. of Atlanta. So. I wondered about it, and I thought you might know. That's my observation, Ken. They're still there. They're just not where you are. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Walter. All right, man. We'll see you soon. All right. All right. We've got Ruth on the line. Ruth's up in Marietta and joins us. Hey, Ruth, good morning. Good morning. How can I help? Well, I have a large hemlock tree in my backyard it actually has two trunks and it's, it's real tall yeah it's on top of my house oh man and i have a white pine that's probably 30 feet tall that's real full clear to the ground right. it's it's leaning down in all directions i have a dogwood tree in the front that's touching the ground with right. the limbs <laughs> Well, the hemlock on top of your house obviously is the first priority to right. on the house, and it's not going to straighten up. I'm sure. Then call the call the tree company to come get it off the house. Was there any damage to the roof at all? Well, I can't tell. I think it's mostly the green part, the trunk, is leaning yeah. against the house. Yeah. On on the top, it's all the green. Well, top it's of the good tree. that it's not an emergency to have them smash through the ceiling or anything in the, in it's the not dining room. The ceiling, uh-uh. Well, you just wait it's till the sun comes up. You evaluate. You see if there's any damage to the roof, and that's more important than if it's just leaning against right. the house. And if it's leaning, yeah, you can wait a day or two or three before well, the tree company gets on, a chance. It's on the roof. The all of the topping top of the tree is. Yeah. So I'll have to get a, an arborist or someone so they get yeah. daylight. I think the dark, the uh, dogwood tree is not going to have any damage to it at all, even though the limbs Good. are bending down right now. The weight is going to come off as the weather warms up, and they'll come straight back up again. And the white pine is, I hate to lose it, it's beautiful. Yeah, hard to know there. Pines are a little bit harder to straighten up maybe than, when they're older than the young ones are. So, yeah, that's another one. You may wait a week and sort of get an idea then whether it's going to straighten up or not. Okay. 
Okay. All right. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful snow. Enjoy Please. it, Ruth. Enjoy it. We'll see you soon. Thank you. It's 648-404-8720-750 is the number. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the lawn and garden advice you need. Quick weather update. It's brought to you by Ackerman Security. Today, breezy and cold. High 40 degrees today. Right now, it's 32.1 degrees outside. It's been fluctuating within a degree of 32 all morning long. Tomorrow, sunny, warming up a little bit. High tomorrow, 41 or 2. And the low again around 28 degrees tomorrow night. Your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. We've got David and Lilburn joining us. Hey, David, morning. Hey, good morning, Walter. What's the weather like in Lilburn? Well, uh, I left Lilburn about 15 minutes ago, headed down to Valdosta to pick up my son from college. Yeah. And uh, roads are pretty wet. They're not uh, icy, so it's uh, snowing pretty good with the flurries, but it just seems like it's wet. I haven't encountered any ice yet. Yeah, if you're on the expressway, my impression was the same thing. The expressways are just a little bit wet, but nothing to slow you down at all on the expressway. Yeah, I didn't notice any trees down on my way out of Lilburn or anything like that, so I think they got the least of it compared to what everybody else is saying. Yeah. And if you go into Valdosta, where are you right now, David? Um, I am. Two, just got on 285 southbound, about to pass Memorial Drive. Okay, so nothing over there on the east side of Atlanta? Yeah, no, I just, just kind of snowy and wet. Yeah, and you'll go as you go further down, of course, you'll be out of the snow pretty quickly, and that'll be it. So you're in the weather today. Yeah. So do you have a garden question too, David? I did. Um, the, uh, my wife's been begging me since we moved into our home to plant a fig tree in the yard. Right. And uh, I finally got one and put it in the yard just a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's probably about maybe two feet tall. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just wondering if I need to do anything to protect it during the cold or if it'll be fine since it's already in the ground. I think it has been in the ground for a couple of weeks. It's probably acclimated just fine. If we were in the 15, 18, 20 degrees, yeah, you need to go out and cover it up. But in 20, 30, in the mid-20s to the 32 degrees freezing, I don't anticipate any problem at all. So leave it alone. It should have lots of leaves on it, maybe a couple of figs this coming year. You'll have figs, right. lots of figs in the years to come. Drive safe to David. We'll see you soon. It's 6.58. We'll be back after news.